Namaste, beautiful gods and goddesses. Welcome to Chakra Talk with God Dr. Me. I'm God Dr. Me. This episode contains the reading of Volume 1, Episode 8 of the second edition of my book, Winning Ways, The Art and Science of Palatiology. Mindful practices for reprogramming your mind to win at the game of life in health, happiness, transformation, and self-mastery. Published in 2018. This episode continues with the reading of the chapters titled Secret Energies 105 Universal Laws. We continue with the Universal Spiritual Laws 21 through 39, found on pages 55 through 64 in the book. All rights reserved. And no part of this broadcast or publication may be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted in any form or by any means, including photocopying, recording, or other electronic methods without proper citation and prior written permission of the author. Universal Spiritual Laws 21 through 39. Universal Law 21. The Law of divine love and oneness. This law concerns the ability of an entity to complete a round of reincarnation, develop such soul growth that the vibrational speed of the being qualifies him or her to merge with God. We then become a soul extension of God, and among our choices, many, we have the ability to live in the liquid light which flows in and from God, or reincarnate as an avatar in third dimensional existence with the purpose of aiding mankind. Universal Spiritual Law 22 The Law of Economy The Brahma aspect of the Logos is characterized by that method in the wide distribution of matter the scattering of the atoms of matter and their disassociation from one another, vibratory rhythm, heterogeneity, and quality, and their inherent rotary action. This law of economy causes matter always to follow the line of least resistance and is the basis of the separative action of atomic matter. It governs matter the opposite pole of spirit. Initiates initiates must master this law before they can achieve liberation or enlightenment. Universal law number 23, the law of economy of force. One of the three major laws, the activity aspect. This is the law which adjusts all that concerns the material and spiritual evolution of the cosmos to the best possible advantage and with the least expenditure of of force. It is the law of physical atom and makes perfect each atom of time and each eternal period and carries all onward and upward and through with the least possible effort, with the proper adjustment of equilibrium and with the necessary rate of rate of rhythm. Unevenness of rhythm is really an illusion of time and does not exist in the cosmic center. We need to ponder on this 
for it holds the secret of peace. And we need to grasp the significance of that word through, for it describes the next racial expansion of consciousness and has a hidden meaning. The person who aims at providing a point of contact between conditions of chaos and those who work for constructive ends and order should likewise use that most necessary factor of the common sense in all that she or he does. This involves always obedience to the law of economy of force due to discrimination and a true sense of values. Where these are present, time will be economized, energy will be wisely distributed, excessive zeal will be eliminated, and the great ones will be able to depend upon an aspirant's sagacity and thus find a helper. Universal Law Number 24, The Law of Equalities, or the Law of Analogy, otherwise known as the Principle of Correspondence or Essential Divinity, as above, so below, as below, so above, the major linking agent in the universe is the energy of love, wisdom, and the purpose of analogy is to lead the mind back toward the sense of oneness or enlightenment. The thoughts and images we hold in our conscious and subconscious minds will manifest their mirror likenesses in our external circumstances. Our outer world is a mirror of our inner world. Earth is a school for practicing these laws of mind control. There is a correspondence between the laws of, and phenomena of the various planes of being and life. This principle enables the phenomenon of discernment, intuition, hunches, and other things, and that which is called remote viewing or out-of-body experience. Correspondence enables that which is normally unknowable to become known to the individual who learns and knows how to use this principle. Some use it in a conscious and deliberate manner, while others may not even be aware that they are using this principle. When used knowingly, it will enhance the clarity of vision and enables the mind to penetrate the most secret places and can shed light on many a dark paradox. Correspondence enables the interconnectedness between all things in the universe and keeps all things relative to each other. Known to the adepts and masters of ancient Egypt as a substance of the ethereal, the spirit substance or web that pervades and interpenetrates the universe. This substance acts as a medium for the transmission of light, heat, electricity, and gravity. It is non-material in nature, also known as the uncreated substance or universal substance, the substance in which all suns, worlds, and galaxies are suspended in space, time, and change. All of us are intimately connected to all of the above-mentioned events and to each other, whether or not it is realized. The ethers are where spirit substance is manifesting the beginning of matter. Science refers to this substance as dark matter that cannot be seen, touched, smelled, or weighed. 
Dark matter does not absorb or reflect light and is therefore invisible. It is considered to be a non-material substance. It was first discovered on Earth while doing research with the Hubble Space Telescope. The planes of correspondence in the order of manifestation are the great spiritual plane, the great mental plane, the great physical plane, or the trinity and the ascending scale of life and being. Universal law number 25, the law of expansion. This law of a gradual evolutionary expansion of the consciousness indwelling every form is the cause of the spheroidal form of every life in the entire solar system. It is a fact in nature that all that is in existence dwells within a sphere. The sphere requires two types of force, rotary and, and spiral cyclic to produce its own internal activity. The law of relativity or the relation between all atoms which produces that which is called light and which in its aggregated phenomena forms that composite sphere, a solar system. It is also known as the law of expansive response, and its symbol is the flaming rosy sun with a sign in the center, a sign symbolizing the union of fire and water. The ray of energy is expansive energy of the third ray, the adapting factor. Universal law number 26, the law of expectation. Energy follows thought. We move forward, but not beyond what we can imagine. What we assume, expect, or believe colors and creates our experience. By changing our expectations, we change our experience of every aspect of life. Universal Law Number 27, The Law of Faith. The Law of Faith is founded upon the recognition that we know more than we have read, heard, or studied. We know more because we are a part of the all. We have a direct link to universal wisdom. We only have to look within, listen, discern, then trust. We need to develop more trust in our own deepest intuition and wisdom as the final arbiter and source of our decisions. Universal Law Number 28, The Law of Fixation. One of the seven laws of our solar system under the three major laws and governs the time of an individual's rebirth. This is the governing law on the mental plane, finding its greater correspondence in the law of karma on cosmic mental levels and has a close connection with manas, the fifth principle. As a man thinks, so is he. According to his thoughts and his desires and acts, and so results his future. The mind controls and stabilizes and coherency is the result. Universal Law Number 29, The Law of Flexibility. 
This law involves a pragmatic acceptance of the present moment. We accept ourselves, others, and current situations rather than a rigid resistance of the moment. It requires an alert and expansive state of awareness and embracing and making constructive use of the moment. Stumbling blocks become stepping stones and problems become opportunities. Everything serves our highest good if we make good use of it. The serenity prayer used by Alcoholics Anonymous and other 12-step programs reflect this law. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. This prayer is drawn from Buddhist writings. Universal Law Number 30, The Law of Forgiveness. This law works with the energy of allowingness and seeing all as love. So one may dispense with the unnatural feeling of getting even. The old energy of an eye for an eye keeps the vibrations of a person very low. To forgive, to release old anger, allows the law of grace to intercede and dispense with the amounts of karma an individual has stored in his or her akasha. Nonviolence is the natural outgrowth of the law of forgiveness and love. All good comes from forgiveness. It is a truth that the continuation of the human species is due to man's being forgiving. Forgiveness is holiness. By forgiveness, the universe is held together. Forgiveness is the might of the mighty. Forgiveness is quiet of mind. Forgiveness and gentleness are the qualities of the self-possessed and represent eternal virtue. Universal Law Number 31, the law of free will or the law of choice. We in third dimension have the right to expand or contract, to bring our creative and expressive energies out into the world in positive or negative ways. This is our ultimate decision. Not all of existence lives with this law as it carries with it both the possibility of great soul growth and the ability to lose soul growth and create evil or negativity. No matter what our circumstances, we have the power to choose our direction. We also choose to be under the influence of others or choose to be an example for others. We do it with a hundred actions which lead to the circumstances we find ourselves in today. Thoughts are things and the mind is the builder. The free will we use to create mixes with our ability to love profoundly. And therefore this path reflects the duration of the time spent in attempt to merge with the great soul of all creation. The Christ warned of that which could destroy the soul not spirit. So there is always a possibility that a soul entity on its journey could become a God-hater with diminished light and be absorbed back into the spirit of God to become just spirit and no longer a soul with separate awareness. A goal of our higher selves is to voluntarily and willingly surrender our egos to be a perfected spirit 
hanging up the soul overcoat of manifestation regardless of how many lifetimes it takes. Universal law number 32, the law of gender. This law embodies the truth that gender is manifested in everything, that masculine and feminine law is ever at work on all planes of causation. Gender manifests on all three planes of causation, which are the great spiritual plane, the great mental plane, and the great physical plane. The law is always the same on all things, but on the higher planes, it takes higher forms of manifestation. This law works in the direction of generation, regeneration, and creation. All life forms contain the two elements of gender, masculine and feminine. On the great physical plane, the sexes of all species are manifested as male and female and the role they play in sexual reproduction. On the great mental plane, gender manifests as masculine and feminine energies that exist within each and every person. Every male has its female element and every female has its male element. On the great spiritual plane, gender manifests as a father-mother principle of the infinite omnipresent God in whose mind the universe is conceived and firmly held. It is written, we all live, move, and have our being within God. When balance and learning reach a critical mass, the personality achieves the merger of God and sees self as neither male or female, but as one blended self. Universal law number 33, the law of goodwill. Knowledge of this law will help those who have feelings of futility when thinking about the course of world event, events. By viewing life in terms of energy, we understand that our higher self, coupled with our thought mind action, creates and our action energy solidifies this thought into matter or results. In an energy relationship, there is always a positive creating side and a negative receiving side of that creative relation. This is simply how the world works. The will to good is the positive created impetus, which when received makes the manifestation of goodwill possible. We are either mentally polarized or emotionally polarized, and only those who are mentally polarized can begin to appropriate this energy through will on the mental plane. When this is fully comprehended, we begin to realize why the manifestation of goodwill is not more widespread. Duval Cool states that, it is absolutely essential that the will to good be unfolded by the disciples of the world so that goodwill can be expressed by the rank and file of mankind. The will to good of the world, knowers, is the magnetic seed of the future. From Rays and the Initiation, page 110, our mental capacity today readily contacts those ideas which constitute the purpose behind the form. We have the ability to mentally construct a happening and see it through to completion. 
This is will to good. The desire of one to create a living scenario is goodwill. Another but related action. The will to good is always an education process where the recipients are left free to receive the idea or not. The responsibility for expanding the amount of goodwill in the world directly lays on the shoulders of intelligentsia of the world. In the goodwill process, it is a creative idea, problem-solving individual who is directly responsible for creating goodwill. The rank and file of humanity simply does not yet possess the mental capacity to evoke the process yet, even though many are able to participate in the process. This knowledge should fill the responsible group with a greater amount of hope and assurance because they have the power to generate goodwill in their everyday routine solving of problems. Dewal Kuhl says in Esoteric Healing, when the majority of inhabitants on the earth are being rapidly oriented towards good, towards righteousness, as the Bible expresses it, and when the bulk of human beings are inclined toward goodwill, then ill health will persistently, even if only gradually, disappear and die out and finally become non-existence. Slowly, very slowly, this is already happening. Universal law number 34, the law of grace. This can waive the law of karma. When applied, this law allows a person to receive more than one deserves or work for if it is in the highest good for all. When called upon, this law allows a person to send another a healing, to do soul talk, use divine decree, and not suffer the consequences of karma incurrence or interfere with the receiver's soul plan. The wording to insert in the request is under the law of grace. Another aspect of this law is to be of higher vibration to consistently live in grace. A loving person who works diligently sending world healing to Mother Earth and all on her body and focusing so much on this activity while shopping, she forgets her car meter has expired. In all probability, her car will not receive a ticket for this expiration. This condition cannot be abused or it will leave. The Law of Group Endeavor Universal Law number 35. This law defines the multiplying of energy one creates when acting with like-minded individuals to form a group effort to pray, manifest, do light work, or even to create degrees of control which we define as evil or black magic. Where the efforts of an individual may equal one unit, the efforts of two praying or healing for a common goal with equal energy will affect the energy of 20 units instead of the sum of two. With three, the resultant energy explodes further. The longer poor, pure thought, the exclusion of any other thought, of one's desired goal is held in the mind, the more powerful the result. Holding a pure thought 
for an increment of time is the beginning lesson of manifestation. Universal Law Number 36 The Law of Group Life Not only must man fulfill in love his family and national obligations, but he must think in the wider terms of humanity itself and so bring the law of brotherhood into expression. Brotherhood is a group quality. Questions of self such as, will my action tend to the group good? Will the group suffer or hurt if I do this action? Abiding by these actions will gradually become part of our racial consciousness and our civilization will adjust itself to these new conditions. All aspects of life of God are interdependent and when one proceeds to fuller expression, all of the group benefits. The Law of Group Progress, Universal Law Number 37. This law is also known as the Law of Elevation. The symbol is the mountain and the goat standing at the summit with the astrological sign of Capricorn. All hard places can be surmounted and the summit reached by the divine goat, a symbol meaning group effort. The ray energy is progressive energy of the seventh ray, the evolving factor. Universal law number 38 the law of healing. This law concerns the ability of one to channel energy, prana, chi, or Holy Spirit, which radiates from the source we call God. The purpose of this channeled energy is to either improve self or another by removing blockages or instilling the sacred energy which pulsates from the source of God. With intent or technique, we may send this energy to the past, present, or future. Hands-on healers who are effective in healing have brain waves at 7.8 hertz, the same as the Earth's pulse beat. Their brain waves are in sync with the Earth's at the time the, Earth, the healing is performed. Another aspect of this law is the ability of one in third dimension to heal self by that which triggers a leap of faith. Universal Law number 39, the law of higher will. From the viewpoint of our separate self and smaller will, it's normal to act on the basis of our own desires and preferences. When we surrender our smaller self and will to the guidance of our higher will and dedicate our actions for the highest good of all concerned, we feel an inspired glow at the center of our life. Secret Energies 105 Universal Laws 21 through 39 The Universal Spiritual Laws on pages 56 through 54 in Winning Ways, The Art and Science of Philatiology.